0: I got to put like markers down on the tape on the floor. So I know exactly where everything goes. That'd probably be the best. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we should probably do that. Why not? That'd be pretty fun. Welcome to Sunday coffee morning. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. That This could be a new, a new thing for us. Uh, Sunday morning coffee with elbows tight. Dude,
1: this would be a great live show. Maybe, if we had some interaction. We could totally do that.
0: You know, that's not a bad idea. Brainstorming on the spot.
1: Yeah, tell us your problem, and I'll tell you I don't know the answer.
0: (laughs) Drop any question that you have in the chat, and we will for sure not give you the answer. (laughs) Because we are literally going through the same problems that you are right now. (laughs) What's up, John? what's up nothing much just hanging out it is a beautiful sunday john and i have our coffee it's like nine nine
1: in the morning nine fifteen in the morning yeah somewhere around there i'm drinking a double espresso what are you drinking
0: i am drinking uh we have one of those uh barista um not barista it's one of those espresso machines that we have and uh i made a oat milk kind of latte I don't even know. It has two shots of espresso with some warmed oat milk and a little bit of like sugar-free caramel sauce in it. Why oat milk? Uh, because it doesn't mess with my stomach. Oh, gotcha.
1: Well, then drink more oat milk. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because uh, no one likes a, a stinky podcasting partner. You know what I mean? That's so true. uh But no, yeah, and it tastes pretty good. I don't, I don't really have to add any sugar because the oat milk already has enough sugar in it, which is nice. And then um, it doesn't taste like black coffee. I don't mind black coffee, but black espresso is. It's a little rough for me sometimes. See, I think it's rich, and delicious. Espresso, black espresso. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. Oh, you got you just got one of those Nespresso machines, right? Yeah, I like it.
1: Mm. Really you, easy.
0: Yeah, you literally just drop the pod in there, and
1: and then it's it's ready to go, right? Yeah, and I've never used the fancy machines like you got, so I wouldn't know how to make it that way anyway. I'm
0: not even gonna lie to you. The only reason we have it is because Lourdes was a barista, family friendly barista for a while.
1: Uh, <laughs> friendly family, what does that mean? <laughs>
0: and so she she like showed me how to do do everything so now i just make coffee for her too whenever i make one i didn't make one for her this morning because i just got busy and completely forgot don't tell her i've I realized that but um
1: but maybe, yeah so maybe we need a poll to see how many of our listeners like rely on coffee or drink coffee Yeah. Mm. i used to drink coffee before every class but then i'd have to pee like the entire class and i was like man it's like
0: but you know what? To tell you the truth, that's a great excuse to like stop doing the warm up or like yeah. My, oh, thank
1: God, my belt just came untied. <laughs> I'm
0: turn around for a split second here. <laughs> Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I don't know if this happens to anyone at home, but sometimes you get a little gassy in glass, right? And then instead of blowing ass in the middle of a roll or yeah. like on the mat, I just like. Okay, we have a break in technique. I'm going to go ahead and go use the bathroom. Blow ass in the bathroom.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I I like to save it for like an emergency ballast. You know, if somebody's, if I need to get somebody off of me, you know, you just got to save it sometimes.
0: You're like, you're like, you're like, hold on a second. I'm north south. (laughs) (laughs) Force the tap. (laughs) No, I don't, it's so man. Because I'll roll with people sometimes, you know, you go neon belly and you press it just hard enough, and, you know, the little toot comes to out Yeah. <laughs> this this conversation. I don't know where he's going
1: with it. It started with coffee, folks. <laughs> I don't know where it's going to go.
0: Because <laughs> well, you're. T- Never mind. So. But speaking of class, welcome back, John. How was that first week of being back into jujitsu?
1: Well, you know, I went to some fundamentals class so I could ease back into it. And uh, it was nice because, you know, the warm ups were a little bit less. But. The warm-up the warm up was fine. Uh, I did have a little bit of a problem with the back rolls for some reason, maybe just not doing them in a while, and then I was worried about my shoulder yeah. and worried about rolling on it. But other than that, um, of course, you know we're doing some arm drags right when we get back, so that made me a little <laughs> bit nervous. But um, it was fine. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, you know what the biggest takeaway I took was from a week of fundamentals? I don't right. know if anyone's been doing it for a while, and they just drop into the fundamentals class and see if you pick something up or maybe remember something. Um, was Billy talking about tying his uh, the drawstring in your? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom. I have been doing this for years and never once thought to square tuck, knot it. No, to tuck the the cords into the pants when you're done tying it. Oh, they're yeah. always like hanging out, bothering me. You know, they're always low. You're trying to pull the loops just right so they're even. And I was like, damn, how come nobody said just double knot it and put it in, right back into the inside of the drawstring pants? That'd I was be like,
0: that'd be a great first dayer. Yes. It's part of a fundamental. Like, all right, guys, so because everyone teaches how to tie a belt. But I remember seeing a YouTube video, and I forgot what this guy's YouTube channel is, but he's a a white guy. He just got promoted to Purple Belt a couple of months ago. Uh, Well, it's probably about a year ago. But uh, he did a YouTube video on how to tie your belt and how to wear your gi. And he was a blue belt at the time, and I was like, I was like, man, I feel like a white belt to this guy right now because yeah, he mentioned square knotted. He even mentioned how you should take pictures in your in your photos or how you should take pictures in your gi. I was like, he's like, don't be doing the shaka sign if you're a white belt. And I was like, I don't really. Know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, put your hands in between your belt and this and that. And I was like, oh, this is a, this is a um, very informational or informal yeah inf- informal <laughs> youtube video well, but no it was great because he, he said don't don't tie it in a i used to tie mine in a bow like i do my shoes yeah. and Billy brought up a good point he's like don't do that because if your gi uh blouse comes up someone can get their finger caught in the bows and then you know they could hurt themselves and so, oh that's actually a really good point billy thanks for that so
1: and do you think does anyone know because i've heard um Different answers to this question. What side is your stripe supposed to be on when you tie your belt? Is it the right or is it the left? Or mm. does it matter? I've heard some people say it's got to be on the right. Some people say it doesn't matter. And I, I really don't know. Have you
0: heard the reasoning about why it's supposed to be on the right? Mm-mm. It, I forgot. I, I, I saw a YouTube video. It has something to do with... Um, uh, I think it was samurais having like their sword on their right or something like that or on their left I don't remember exactly what it was but it has something to do with um the ranking system being on, on a certain side of it if I remember correctly which I thought was kind of interesting but there's so many customs out there in yeah. jiu jitsu that I just
1: I'm sure somebody's listening to this right now and they're like it's the right side dumbass how do you not know that. <laughs> I'm just saying, so far, every time I hear this question brought up, nobody really does.
0: <laughs> I know. There's a, there's a lot of things. Like, do, do you still turn your back when you tie your belt to the map?
1: It depends on who's teaching. Yeah. You know, some people are like way more formal and some aren't. You know, like I told you, a couple of gyms I drop into, you know, they don't bow in or bow off or none of that stuff. So yeah. It just depends.
0: Yeah. We line up in ranks. I've seen schools line up just around the perimeter of, of the gym and just have the, the instructor in the middle or all the black belts in the middle. As as they talk, excuse me, but, uh, yeah, there's definitely some things out there. i was also, like, when we dropped in to, uh, Sonia's school, she was, like, episode, like, 10, or something like that, Sonia, uh, Salem, she's, uh, her last name's not that anymore, but that's the episode, but she, she told me, I didn't have a rash guard on underneath my gi, and she stopped me, and before we even got into class, she said, hey, you need to put a rash guard on, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, luckily I just had a t-shirt she said a t-shirt worked just fine but it had to have something underneath and there's some people in our school that roll with no no shirt and it doesn't really bother me any but I could definitely could see uh, hygienically why it makes sense to have a shirt on underneath I also seen some schools where they have to have long rash guard leggings on also underneath their gi
1: and you can't wear one competing right no rash rash guard guard competing yeah 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 because I remember I thought we couldn't couldn't wear that yeah i don't i don't know i don't know it's
0: interesting yeah you gotta just chest pubes all out on everyone yeah yeah be a great time to to use a
1: manscape yeah and I'm, trim
0: those chest pubes up
1: maybe leave it a little bit so you can maybe yeah. be like velcro or something there you get you, some go. Friction, you know, you know I mean? when
0: you go like chested like face to chest like you just like grind it into them a little bit. so but what, what's the most shocking thing that surprised you when when you came back like
1: good or bad uh well since you were my partner you could probably see i was really struggling struggling with the coordination pieces (laughs) 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 never been the most coordinated which is kind of the reason why i got into jiu-jitsu too is i wanted to work on that but just remembering footwork and timing and even though it had been so many months when we were drilling i still wanted to uh go harder than we should have been Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like And then you know you get stuck into that. Should I roll after this class or not? You know, because I I want to, but then at the same time I'm like probably shouldn't. So I don't know. But definitely just the timing piece. Um, That's that's probably it. Uh,
0: Do you feel like you retained or lost more?
1: I don't know yet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'll know until we get back to a normal class. Yeah. And uh, then I'll you know I'll probably roll with Sean and then realize I forgot everything. (laughs) But that's fine. (laughs)
0: <laughs> How does that shoulder feel? Does it feel kind of uh, different when you, like, use that arm now? Like, can you tell a difference?
1: If, well, yeah, it feels um, – so normally if I used to just let my arms just hang my right arm – or the left arm would always be, like, three inches longer than my right mm-hmm. arm. Now they feel like they're both in the same spots where it doesn't feel like I'm, like, hanging on one end. Yeah, yeah. But that's that's pretty much it. And if if I don't do anything physical, it doesn't bother me at all. One week of fundamentals, and then we went fishing yesterday, which was a lot of paddling. Today it's just—it's super sore. Yeah, we had
0: a lot of headwind yesterday when we were on the lake too. John and I, uh, like we, like you have we mentioned before, John lives literally across the street from me. So whenever John gets a wild hair up his ass about a new hobby, he's like, "Hey, we should do this." So I bought a I bought a, a raft, an inflatable raft from Costco. That's a fishing raft. Actually, super legit. I used it yesterday. Super good. John has a kayak. And uh, we went out on our lake next to our house and fished for probably about an hour and a half. Yeah. It was a nice, nice relaxation to the end of the week. Um, and then didn't catch anything. John got a single li- little nibble. It was really but, bad weather, though. Yeah. One, also, any fishing um, um, professionals out there. We went probably what was it noon noon to about yeah. one thirty two o'clock, which is not not the prime time to go fishing.
1: Or is it? And we just don't know what the hell we're doing. Yeah. We, Feel free to let us know.
0: Yeah, we. I mean, we're we're going for the shaded areas where fish is usually like. We're not brand new to fishing. We spent that whole week on Snake River fishing yeah. and learned a lot.
1: It was high winds though too, so I don't know if that plays into anything.
0: Yeah, you guys let us know if you're if you if you're a, a fishing espionado is isn't that the word right? Sure. Yeah, I don't know. DM I don't me either. if that sounds stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was a it was a lot of fun, and it was a good little exercise. I was actually super exhausted by the end of the day. It was like what? What? When did I leave your house? Six thirty? Yeah, six probably. o'clock. And yeah. I was I, I put I put my oh my middle kid down for the night, and I was tired, man. I was. I came downstairs and almost fell asleep on the freaking couch at like 7 seven p.m., man.
1: It's it's a good workout. I don't know if people ever try that, but go paddling and do it for a couple hours. You get a pretty good workout.
0: Yeah, especially because, we, like we were saying, we fought that wind the whole freaking time. My mm-hmm. raft just it might as well have been a sail. It was just <laughs> taking every bit of that. Oh, my anchor comes today, though. Oh, see, that's nice. Yeah. What do you guys do for, for activities outside of jiu-jitsu for relaxation? Because... I don't know. I can only think about jujitsu so much for so long before I'm like, all right, I need to do something else. And having this podcast, we think about it a lot, but we—it's definitely really nice to get out and go do something that doesn't involve martial arts or involve me thinking too too much. And fishing is one of those things. Growing up, I was like, man, fishing is so boring. Like yeah. you literally just sit there. Now when we go, I'm like, this is so amazing. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, just because that's all you're focused
1: on is that one thing. You know, it's kind of probably the same thing when you're rolling, you're doing yeah, jiu-jitsu, you're just meditative, focusing on that one thing, and all your attention's there, and it's just relaxing.
0: Yeah, absolutely agree. So it's it's nice going out and doing something different. Unfortunately, your shoulder is just like all jacked up from it, but you're gonna start doing fundamentals again this week. Are you gonna come back to actual class?
1: Uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um. We shall see. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going I'm to play it by ear. If Monday feels good, I'll go to fundamentals. If, if it doesn't, then I'll probably go to Tuesday's class. Why don't you just do fundamentals and Normal class. Well, bro, see, that's when you do too much. Then you get burned out. I got to ease back into it. Ease back into it. Bro, you had your shoulder sling off after like four weeks. Well, let's just remember, the only one that's cleared me for this activity is myself. <laughs> so I'm going to go back in slow. <laughs> <laughs> when do you actually get your, get cleared by your doctor? Uh, I think I was supposed to go about eight weeks ago, but that never happened. Why didn't so. you go? Well, you know, it's a Why? long story. Snitch on yourself, Jonathan. It's Why didn't you go? Story. It's a long story. Mm. You know, I don't know if people have, I'm sure most people have insurance, but it doesn't help that much. I think every physical therapy visit still costs me almost 300 bucks. That's after insurance. So after you do, you know, eight or nine physical therapy appointments and that starts adding up, you're like, "Mm, yeah, I think I can just do my own recovery at this point.
0: That's crazy. That's super expensive. Yeah. Speaking of medical, I uh, am officially working with Dr. Neil Morris.
1: That's good. You need it.
0: Is that a, I don't know how to take
1: that. What do you mean? Just take it over. You want to take it. What? No, because there's like there's a subliminal message there, not, Jonathan. It's not. It's not. I'm just, you know, I'm sure he'll get your hormones in check and you'll be more energetic and less moody, you know. It's probably good. See, there it is. That's what it was. Now he's making fun of me. I'm not. I'm not at all.
0: What, why are you smirking so hard?
1: I'm not. <laughs> it's no, like but- uh what, what is it um He'll probably fix the menopause for you, and then you're good oh, to go. Jesus Christ! Here we go. I fucking knew it was coming. I fucking knew it. I was like, "There's
0: something behind John saying this." <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> no, but my wife and I are actually working with with him. And uh, after just the interview, I was telling him, you know, the things like I'm tired in the morning, tired in the afternoon, uh, hard to lose gut weight because I I did like a eight to ten week cut to try to, and I was like pretty freaking strict on it too. And exercising, did the Peloton, did jujitsu. Um, I didn't do CrossFit. I probably should do CrossFit. Probably would have helped out more. But uh, in a caloric deficit for a while, and did refeedings. I mean, I did it all. Like because you know, I had help from like our Cody. I would always ask him questions like, "Hey, what's going on here? What's going on here?" And uh after telling him all that stuff, he's like, "Yeah, no, it sounds like your your testosterone's low, which is the reason why it's hard for you to lose gut weight. You have you know." Uh, hard time sleeping, your, your, uh, what's the stress hormone, uh, cortisol, cortisol, your cortisol levels are probably through the roof. And I was like, dang, man. So I got to just go get my lab work done. Just go to the lab corp. But you were telling me that shit's still expensive just to get your blood work. Yeah, off.
1: it is. But you know, after that, um, Neil Morris episode, I did go buy the supplements. He said, to buy Oh, I could knew just buy you just buy over thinking? the counter. And I mean, I've taken them. I, I do like a real super clean multivitamin now. And I can't remember the name it off the top of my head, but whichever one he said was to help with the stress and your thyroid, I bought that one too.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have to give me that list, or I'll have to go back and listen to to that episode again. Let us know if you guys listen to that episode. I think that was probably one of the most informative episodes we've had about like self reflection and like what's going on with my body. Obviously, because I mean, he's the only doctor that we had on, but it really I did a lot of introspective. Uh, like analysis of like what's going on with, with my body. And, you know, when you're, I was just talking about this with one of our newer guys, he's a white belt, but he's 35 years old and he's been trying to, he listened to the episode and he's been trying to get his hormones done uh, by his um, military doctor. He's in the coast guard. And they're like, well, you're, you're in your mid thirties. You don't show any signs of, of being low T. We're not going to do your blood work. And he's like, "Look, every list that says like you have low T, I check almost every box. Like, how right. does that not tell you that I have low T?" And his doctor's like, "Oh, well, we're not going to do it. Those those tests are not aren't that uh accurate, anyways." And so I'm like, Phew. "So maybe it's time for for you to go to an outside doctor, man. Yeah,
1: highly recommend just go to an outside doctor.
0: Yeah, because uh, well, I don't, I don't remember how it worked with military when I was in the military if I could use." Outside doctors and
1: I mean, you could use them. You're just paying for it yourself. I was gonna they're say, not. Right, it's they're like not pretty much. Pay
0: I, I pay, you pay a hundred percent for it. Right. So, but I don't know. Have you guys thought about doing your blood work yet? I know. I know. We got hit up by a couple people that said that they they listened to the episode and they were like, "Man, this made me realize like my body's not okay."
1: <laughs> well, when you were doing all that cutting, how was your energy level for jujitsu? Was it better? No, no. Yeah.
0: I was dying in rolls like even faster. Mm. I rolled with Sean's son and it was like 30 seconds in I was tapping to just like straight ex- I didn't tap but I was super exhausted.
1: Well, son's pretty good too.
0: Yeah. And it it, it was get, it's getting to the point now where I can't really roll more than 3 times without just being like fucking dead, dude. Not even if I go hard, like I'm just fucking exhausted, man. And it sucks because I know when we were like white belts, we could yeah, go a many, whole many, hour. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, Shh.
1: well, a lot of the difference then, too, was um, a lot of that we had traveled. So we were pretty well rested. Because yeah, it was just us. You know, you didn't have to worry about family and all the family life stuff. So yeah, a little bit different. Agreed. And having a newborn and
0: she sleeps and she sleeps really good for a newborn. You know, she still wakes up every every couple hours to feed. Um, But I'm getting better sleep, but it's still not nearly what it. Excuse me, what it should be. So, but we'll. I'll get there. Hopefully, this helps out. Laura Dell's gonna get her blood work done too, and so hopefully we both can get back on track to being
1: jacked as shit. There you go. <laughs> you can buy stuff that'll help you out with that. You know.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the golden pill is what we call it. <laughs> you know? I'm sure you can find it online. Yeah, yeah. I, I could just uh, start legit. taking like horse tranquilizers and. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go.
1: There's probably some competitors you can ask out there. <laughs>
0: Hey, in the jujitsu world, who supplies you your gear? <laughs> <laughs> no so, doubt. Oh, that was another interesting thing. Did uh, apparently um, did you see that uh, IBJJF is um, like starting now to try to get a little more strict on their anti doping?
1: No, yeah, I think Mm-mm. this was
0: a couple months ago. They they brought it out saying like you know they're not they're not for cheating and and steroids in the sport and stuff like that and. I don't know, man, like I kinda go back and forth about the use of steroids in in professional sports. I think if it's I understand why they wouldn't want to promote athletes using steroids because then, you know, kids at younger ages are gonna start using them. Like they're gonna think that's the only way that they can get into the professional scene, whether it's jujitsu, football, basketball, whatever it is. But I also think they have some of the smartest doctors in the world they're right. constantly being monitored like let them do it let them let let them do it and then i mean have, have like super like sensitive uh medical procedures for it or you know like a, they have to be evaluated way more often you know what i mean i kind of i kind of go back and forth about it what about you
1: I think uh, Russell Crowe said it best when he's like, are you not entertained? That's true. If they want steroids, give it to them. Yeah. I don't Ju- care. Juice to the Juice gills. it up. <laughs> if I'm going to watch two behemoths that are juiced out of their minds, whatever, I'm good with it. If one of them's not and, you know, they they win, that's just more respect. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like uh the UFC pre-USADA. Like, they were, like just jacked yeah remember
1: when baseball was i say was it still is to me but it was super boring in the 90s (laughs) and then all of a sudden they had all these people hitting home runs through the parks you know hitting 100 a season smashing records i mean have you looked at jose canseco how big that guy was i mean steroids is great for sports you know sometimes they need it they just need that shot i know know? and
0: baseball needs more than steroids (laughs) to be entertaining holy shit that sport is boring to watch (laughs) fun to
1: play fun to play but man i'm telling you maybe just watching the mariners that they're so boring i I'll don't tell you, know i'll
0: tell you what though i don't mind going in person you know what i mean like it's nice to go see a baseball game in person have a couple beers yeah, 12 bucks a family. piece for yeah. a budweiser fantastic yeah, i just yeah. sneak my shit in that's like, <laughs> my kids bottle this is their milk <laughs> yeah no but uh it, it's definitely fun going in person but man watching it on tv is boring and I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack for this. Oh, we are for sure. Not only not only baseball. Jiu-jitsu is so freaking boring to watch, competitive jiu-jitsu. Mm, I'm, if you watch I'm like, not bored watching that. Really? Mm-mm. Man, it's just really not my thing. I try watching matches and stuff like that and um a lot of the times I feel like it's it's a point game or People are just holding positions or waiting to like the last minute to do something. Sometimes it there it is very entertaining, but it's just really not for me, man. I I, I tried watching it. I watched like high rollers and some other things on YouTube, and I don't know, it's just not
1: really my thing. That's why I love. I, I mean, really, I only watch the combat jujitsu. Yeah, but that's, that's so... different
0: because it's like forced action. You know what well, I mean? Oh, I don't
1: think it's forced. I think it's more realistic. Yeah. Um, because you know a lot, like I said, right? They're getting slapped as hard as they can upside the face, and they're you know they're trying to pull guard and then getting hit because right if you're laying down you can get hit. Yeah, and I I just feel like it's way more realistic. Do you know who Gary Tonin is? Sounds familiar.
0: Uh, he is a John Danaher black belt. Uh, he was part of the DDS Danaher Death Squad. Mm-hmm. He's a um, Pride or a um one FC Jesus, uh, fighter. Now he went to fight for the championship and one FC went for a couple of leg locks in the first round and ended up getting knocked out. Right. And so everyone was making fun of him for, you know, they're like, Oh, that's why you can't do leg locks in MMA. You can't do leg. And leg locks don't work in MMA. Despite the fact that he won almost every one of his fights before that with a heel hook or leg lock yeah. or something like that. Right. But he posted something on Instagram. He's all like leg locks do work in MMA, but, so does good leg lock defense, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like it's like you can't his leg leg locks work in MMA, right? But if it's if the person knows leg locks or how to defend them, that also works. You know what I mean? It's really just like who's going to get to it first, whether they're going to defend it or or get the submission. But um, it's like I just saw. A couple of weeks ago, I forgot what his name was, but he hit a third knee bar in the UFC. He holds the records for the most knee bars submissions in the UFC, and he's only been in the UFC a couple of years. Wow! Um, but it's like, like that stuff works. You just, it's just, it's just like anything. It's time, timing, you know. And your timing's off right now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'll come back in a year or two. I'm not worried <laughs> about it. No biggie. <laughs> Just in time for that second stripe. Oh, we'll man. get it.
0: No, I'm excited for you to come back to actual real classes, man. What? I don't want to say real class. That's kind of fucked up to say. But like the, the advanced classes we're calling it now. Because it's fun. You know,
1: do wanna, with your partner. Do you want to talk about that awesome UFC fight we watched at all? Which one? That Rose fight. The, t- the title fight. I think you said awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. I can't wait for the third one. Man. No. No, you didn't think that was exciting.
0: I, I, uh, that was probably the most exhilarating UFC fight I've ever seen. Not only that, but what sucks, and they brought it up on the commentary too. Everyone was so pumped because Rose Namanunez is such a badass fighter. They were like amps, and you know, they're like, "Oh, it's a rematch!" Blah blah blah. And then they start fighting, and there was no fighting, and it's like there was no fighting, and then there was no fighting, and you know, it's like. If you were to, if you were to bring your casual friends into this, like, bro, this fight's gonna be good. Rosen, I'm mean, gonna yes. do this. She's like just destroying girls, like knocking them out. Like
1: that fight, like, they're gonna be like, I'd rather watch baseball. <laughs> I mean, that's... I, I'd rather watch paint dry.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if you were to bring your friend in on that, and then you're like, no, she's good. Just watch, and then they're like. This fucking sucks. <laughs> like, no, 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 just next round. She's just feeling her out. That was horrible. Yeah, really bad. But then that Justin Gaethje- That was awesome. Uh, Charles Oliveira fight, that was dope.
1: Yeah, that was really good. That but was really I was going to ask, do you think they should get... So if you don't score at all, it's 10 points? They each get 10 points?
0: So that was the thing, is people were saying that, like, why why get that first round should have been
1: a 10-10. Why not 0-0? no one <laughs> like that's why I was like why any points you yeah. just get them for showing up cuz i mean I was, but anyway in case you guys don't know i don't watch as much or know as much about fighters as travis does when i grew up it was all about boxing so that's all i really watched was a lot of heavyweight boxers and middleweights and all that but uh that was rosa's third fight i've watched in the first two i was like man they were exciting yeah. that one not so much not so much that's the thing
0: it's like you expect something and then yeah, when it doesn't like, happen you know, what was, what was even funnier, if you guys had watched that fight, then you saw at the end, Rose was like
1: celebrating. And she's like, yeah,
0: high five. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bro?
1: Like, yeah, that was not. And I was telling my wife about the, the last fight. I was like, yeah, it was over in the first round. Like, what, a minute and a half in it, I think, something like that. And she was like, oh, that's too fast. And look, I grew up watching Tyson fights when you had to pay for pay per view. And uh, those fights were over in about ten seconds. You'd spend yeah. one hundred fifty bucks to watch a fight that was over in ten seconds.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what? People people didn't pay to watch Tyson fight. They paid to for the the chance to watch him lose. Yeah, you're you know absolutely what I mean? right. They did, yep. They they knew like it's gonna be a quick knockout. Like when you're so like kind of like a Kamara Uzman, Khabib Nagomedov, like all these people that are just like so good. People don't really pay to watch them win or watch them fight. They're just paying to be that per- to see them possibly lose, you yeah, know what I mean? Yep. Like
1: who's going to dethrone this? I person? was like somebody's got to do it. Come on, Buster Douglas.
0: Somebody you got it. <laughs> yeah, I
1: just love watching boxing. You just yeah. watch it every weekend.
0: Do you do you have Showtime, don't you?
1: Mm, I don't think we have it right now. Mm.
0: No. Showtime has boxing on it. So, if you want to watch it, the only problem with boxing that I that I have with is there's so many belts and federations or organizations within boxing. It's like this person is the ICBM FW CQ Welterweight Champion of the World. I'm like I don't even know what the hell that means, bro. Yeah. Like they have like 16 plastic belts, you know what I mean? So, the only time I really watch boxing is when it's like a big name fighter fighting another big name fighter. Uh Canelo Alvarez just lost. I know. You see that?
1: Yeah, I I really stopped watching it um, when I couldn't tell if it was legit anymore or not. Like I couldn't tell if any fights. Were, I'm not even joking because it used to be. Um, was it? Um, was his name Don King? Who was Tyson? Yes, yeah. yeah. Don King. Because they would have the same. You'd have one promoter, and it'd be both their fighters fighting. And I'm like, I'm like, come on, how does this work? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So you couldn't really tell. You know, you just lost lost a little faith and confidence on it. Is all.
0: Yeah. And there's just, like, so many fighters in boxing also. You know, it's like, I don't know who this person is. Are they up and coming? Like,
1: And you'd, like, watch, you'd watch a fight and clearly know who the winner is, right? And it'd be the other guy. You're like,
0: what? what? That what? doesn't make That's sense.
1: Like, no way. Uh-uh. Like,
0: I don't know about that one. I
1: don't know. And if you, uh, UFC ever gets like that, then I'll probably stop watching it as well. Yeah.
0: I kind of want to watch more MMA outside of the UFC, like Bellator. Um, there's a whole bunch of other, other organizations that – have a lot of fighters i saw something on instagram or twitter a couple weeks ago and it was about it was from the anatomy of the fighter the guy that does all the documentaries right, yeah i've seen it and williams williams something uh but he said if you think the ufc has the best all the best fighters in the world then you're you're an idiot right because bellator has a lot of good fighters there's a lot of organizations out there that have a lot of good fighters and they're not all in the ufc right Um, like, look at Paddy Pimlet. He's coming to the UFC, and he's just destroying his last two fights. So, um, it's like there's other people out there that aren't in the UFC that can do really good. Michael Chandler, he was in Bellator. He was the he was the lightweight champ in Bellator, and he's coming over, and he's just putting out banger fights, man. That fight with Justin Gaethje, that was so good, man. I know. He's like, (laughs) did you hear in his post fight interview? He's like, uh, or was it maybe the post uh the conference afterwards? But they're like, they're like, Michael. What? What was? Did the game plan change or something like that? He's like, yeah. He started hitting me with some shit, and I realized I had to switch <laughs> my plans. <laughs> hey, he was. He was connecting like yeah, right I away. Was like, Damn! Just like Tony Ferguson. Like that man Oof. is just laying, like laying into him. So hopefully, Okakuei will will get another win here somewhere soon. He hasn't.
1: That was such a hard kick.
0: If I, I think, I think Michael Chandler is the only person to win a fight. Nope. I take that back. Michael Johnson Michael Johnson just won his fight this weekend by knockout. But after losing to Gaethje, I think Gaethje has the most people that just continue to lose after losing to him. Like James Vick went 0-5 after losing to Gaethje. Wow. 0-4. Uh, Five-fight lose streak and they ended up retiring. Um, Tony Ferguson hasn't won a fight since. Michael Johnson just won a fight finally. Um Who else has lost to him? They just, like, they just don't do good. Maybe it's because they're,
1: like... Cerrone? Yep. Donald Cerrone
0: hasn't won a fight since. How many
1: many fights do you think you lose before you decide, like, all right, it's probably time? I think
0: five is, like, what most people... Well, usually three in a row in the UFC in their cut.
1: Because you ever notice, like, once they get knocked out or knocked down, it seems like they're really prone to it after that? Yeah, yep. And I yep. feel like that's when I watch Cowboy, that's how I feel with him. It's like when you watch somebody box too long and they barely get hit and they're out.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like I, mm. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And then at that point, you kind of got to do some, like, looking at yourself. Like,
1: should I continue to do this? It's like, you know, you never had a concussion. You get one and then you're prone to them really easily. Yeah, you know? yeah. You're like, ah,
0: maybe I should stop fighting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's what it is, right? They say they say, in fighting, once you get your, your bell rang like you're more prone to to it happening to you so yeah,
1: yeah no, I, got, I mean you'd have to be worried about it if it's never happened before and then it happens your confidence has to be shook yeah like Luke
0: rockhold after he got knocked out by uh michael bisbing like he's been he's he's only won one fight since losing the belt mm. so and he's about to fight oh shit who's he about to fight um a freaking Completely forgot who's about to fight. But he's got a fight coming up, too, which would be a good one. But I don't know, man. I just stick to stick to the casual stuff most time. But also, i use Reddit to look at <laughs> Reddit MMA. They post clips of, of the fights and how they win afterwards. So if it's like a knockout, a lot of the times I won't even pay for the pay-per-view or watch it. And I'll just go to Reddit and go, go watch smart. the stuff in, smart. in Reddit. And TikTok, if you guys don't know this. Um, TikTok sometimes has people streaming the fights on TikTok.
1: I want some more entertainment. I want something like fan versus favorite. So you know what I mean. You'd have like some fan go up against one of these MMA guys. You know the ones that are the most outspoken. That that's some shit I want to pay to watch. Bro, why would you watch that? They're just gonna like get
0: destroyed.
1: <laughs> it'd be great to watch. Yeah. Bro,
0: I would find it entertaining. I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting because what what happens if the MMA fighter were to lose?
1: well then they did you know Uh, what i'm saying uh, i I would find it entertaining
0: yeah but i don't know what else is going on john
1: Mm, that's about it back to jujitsu. uh try to get in some better shape decided i'm probably not going to compete ever again Uh, you know just normal stuff
0: yeah Mm -hmm. how's uh personal health
1: going good i don't have any problems Yeah. yeah i think uh Hopefully I don't ever get COVID again. That'd be the third time that I have to be immune. Oh, by Oh that's right, dude. You, you know? just got
0: you just got over yeah. being sick really bad too. Yeah, before we before our last interview with the new grip, John was like sick as a dog.
1: Yeah, that was. But I don't know. Everybody was getting sick. I think just you know everything's out waiting to be picked up now after everybody's worn a mask for years.
0: I know, and I, that's the thing. It's like we're like, oh well, people are more likely to get sick. And allergies are probably going to be worse this year because people are starting to hang out with each other more and taking masks off and going outside and whatnot. So you've got to keep that personal hygiene nice and nice and tight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind of like with a uh, Manscaped.
1: You know, I did get to wear the manscape with the, the anti-chaffing for those. Isn't uh, that shit legit? Fun, it is legit. You, people would probably like it. It is legit.
0: Yeah. I used my Weed Whacker for the first time last week. Really? Yeah. yeah I, I was, I've never used a nose hair trimmer before, and so it's kind of weird But, I mean, I'll tell you what, like, I haven't got any, like, real boogies in my nose right now. <laughs> it's it's pretty nice. And if you use code ETP20 at checkout, you get free shipping and 20% off just on that out there.
1: Well, it's a lot better than uh for any fans of the great outdoors, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy, my favorite movie of all time. I don't know if you remember that uh scene in there where Dan's in the bathroom and he's like trying to pry his nose open and he's got scissors and he's trying to trim, and the two kids are just standing behind him, like, what the hell is this guy doing?
0: <laughs> don't like, be that guy. I remember don't be that guy. I had a I got a male grooming kit one time, and this is why I was like, I'm just gonna start using this weed wax because uh, it was a nose hair trimmer and I knew it was a nose hair trimmer because it had like bumpers on the outside of the blades Uh. like half circles so that way you can touch your nose and not like go too big or go too wide in your nose and maybe clip something that was real interesting Hmm. but I never used those but the weed whacker was pretty legit so and we have some new products that we have to review and talk about also the ultimate smooth Kit. it has the gel to shave. It has a razor blade, uh, and we'll we'll have a couple things to say about that here soon. We just gotta gotta. We'll probably do an unboxing video about that. Well, there we'll, you go. Maybe that we'll would do be an unboxing good. video yeah. about that. We'll put it up on the YouTube's. So, but
1: maybe you can even video using it. You know, for the guests, just you know Like reflect, I'll do an you I'll, know, on the arm or something. Yeah,
0: I'll use it like a pair of oranges. I'll shave a pair. Oh, there of oranges.
1: you go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get two peaches, you know, you know, (laughs) yeah, the peach.
0: Right. So if you guys haven't used manscape yet, they have a whole bunch of good things on there. The boxers are great. The ultimate package is amazing. Um, you also get the, the newspaper, the disposable pay, uh, newspaper pads to, to collect all the hair and everything like that. Trust me, more people are going to thank you than you think if you have some crazy chest hairs. And you can use e- code ETP20 at checkout for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. So it's a great product. You guys should definitely go check them out. And we, we stand by our manscape. Your balls will thank you.
1: As were your training partner.
0: As were your training partner. I actually use my trippers. last last no. I actually use the trimmers on my face too, um, not the ones that are used on my balls. Right,
1: right, right. Not. That's what I'd say on camera as well. Maybe
0: maybe they were the same ones. Yeah. Shit, I thought that was a, I thought that was a mustache hair. But use mm-hmm. the code ETP twenty at checkout. <laughs> so, John, you got anything else, ma'am?
1: No nah, man, I'm good. Time to refill the coffee and get ready for the week.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go edit some podcasts right now and
1: and uh, hang out with the fam, bam, and have a have a
0: good good Sunday. So thank you guys so much for listening at home. You guys are phenomenal. Thank you for all the support. Make sure you go follow us on Instagram. Uh, elbows tight on youtube elbows tight podcast just look up elbows tight will pop up everywhere uh that and if you have tennis elbow you'll get some information on that but <laughs> uh also if you guys want a patch we have patches everything will be down in the description below or in our instagram profile or everywhere you find us you can find our p.o box send us a patch we'll send you one back and other than that i don't really have anything else john
1: me neither no oil checks here
0: oh thanks guys Peace.